For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Day two of training camp is in the books. In the books, baby. The 49ers are officially back. We've said that once. We've said it before, and it's good to say it again. I tell you what, I got John Chapman here. We may have another special guest. We're going to break down day two of 49ers camp. We're also going to talk about some of all the intricate things that's going around the league. Stick around, baby. The Wayne Breezy Show with John Chapman. Let's get it, baby. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Joe, breezy this, breezy that. Lord. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Weezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Breezy this. What's going on, Faith Bobby? What's good? Happy Friday, T-G-I to the F. John Chapman, you're here, you're wide awake. You should be used to be getting up this early, if not a little bit earlier. Am I wrong we, or am I right? We're, we're building habits, positive habits, and that's wake up early and talk Niners or drive to the Niners, either one. I couldn't be happier, man. Glad to be here with you, Wayne. Doesn't it feel good to finally put away like the, I, I would say the long ass off season and really have some substance to go about when you're representing the, the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah, I, you know, conjecture is not my strength. It's not. Uh, that's not what I really enjoy. I really enjoy seeing play and then analyzing that and kind of what the way in which they're being used and whatever else. And, and so now we get to do that. Like I'm a film guy, right? So when there's no film, ah, it kind of gets hard, but I still enjoy it. And I like putting content out there during the off season, whenever it's just all crap. Um, and some of, you know, the NFL national media talking heads are still putting some of that out, but it's like, it's almost comical now with the people that have like feeding that Sam Darnold's, the number two and they're out on Trey Lance narrative that's been out there. Like you cannot hold that and 
see one of these training camp practices. It just makes no sense. And so, like, this is – it's validation. It's basing things off of what your eye see, empirical evidence instead of just clickbait, whatever else. I love it. Listen, I refuse during this time of training camp to listen to any negative energy pushed toward the San Francisco 49ers. I refuse. I, I will turn it off, exit out. Uh, or whatever. I just refuse to listen to it. I'm all about this positive trip right now. I want to put positive vibes out there in the air. I want to show positivity from each and every 49ers player, each and every 49ers fan, content creator, whatever it is. I just want to show that positivity. It's a new season and it's time to get crack a lacking, baby. You feel me? Feel me? Just a little nope. bit. Oh, how could you not? This is the season of hope. We have the, I hate to say this, by far one of the healthiest rosters, if not the healthiest roster in the NFL, definitely the NFC West. And people are out there fighting for jobs. Like, this is a very, very positive time. And gosh, man, we're only two days in, but two great days. Two great days. Two great days. We're going to start the show off with a Super Chat contribution. Let's do it. Because Jax Knox is in the building. She's letting everybody know she's in the building. We got a couple of them. I'll read this one, John. You'll get the next one. 17-0. and 0. Period. Today is going to be a good day. I woke up feeling great, throwing good energy into the universe. John, it's important to, to give good energy, good vibes. I tell you, if you start your day off good, no matter what it is you go through, you'll end the day good. I guarantee that's a fact. What starts well ends well. There we go, man. I love it. I love go. it. Shout out to Jack Cooley, who's in the building as well. He gets the fall board. Love Mr. Bowtie. Thank you for the super chat, man. Uh, Jack's a good dude. Much love, guys. So glad to see all the new 49ers content and conversations as we gear up for the Super Bowl season, which is coming this year, 2023 to 2024. Let's get it. I, everything that every single team does, their first goal is win the division. And so first you got to focus on you, and that's what teams are doing now. But, man, I I don't mind positivity whenever it comes to the Niners. But, again, I, I mentioned this briefly last night. Man, go check out the Seahawks. Ugh. It's rough there's, over there, man. It's it's rough. But there's one player from the Seahawks who's JSN. doing well. There JSN. it is. There it is. I, I just wanted He's to put that out there. I got a shout-out to the Breezy's Bunch. They're in the building. Eddie G and the B-Dogs. That's my nickname for Eddie G, man. Uh, shout out to my man, Mr. Glover over there, man. Appreciate you for joining in. Peachy Brown is in the building. Good morning, Breezy and John. Thank God it's Friday. Let's have a great show. Jack Jacks Knox is in the building. Good morning, Breezy and John. And the faithful. Let's have a great show. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Mr. Rogers reference. I don't know if you know about Mr. Rogers. I used to oh, run home time. and watch that. Teradome, the bishop. Time. Is in the building. Shout out Tara Dome. He says good morning to everyone. Just want to give a couple dude of more. Right there. I'm gonna let you you got this one because we're not gonna mess oh, up his name today. I, I you say that, then you send it to me. Um <laughs> A Son. A Son. I think that's correct. Grand A Son. I hope I'm doing that right, man. Glad to have you. Hashtag CC. And I'm sorry, man. I, I practiced. He emailed me. I practiced more, and I'm still gonna mess it up. I don't want to though. I just it's broke up here. Uh, I didn't. Tired. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to set you up like that. I just didn't okay. want to mess it up either, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Don't bother me. He's in the building with the hashtag BB. Was good, Wayne. Still need that remix. The cold blooded. Listen, 
I'm working on it. I got my bass player. We've been going through figuring out a different way how we're going to attack it. I'm going to work on some drums this weekend. Gold-Blooded is what's going to be the name of this. I shouldn't have said that. Gold-Blooded. What you know about Rick James? <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> all right. Marty Mar, 49 Empire is in the building. Shout out to all the members out there. If I missed you, my apologies. We got a lot we want to get to in a short period of time. We got things to do. We got videos to watch. We got a, got a lot of stuff we need to break down. Hey, John. Camp is back, John. And the best thing about camp is that you're there. And see, when you're there, for me, I feel everything is going to be all right. I can trust what's being put out there. I just, you're my source. Yeah, I appreciate that. The whole idea is to try and people message me, you know, and they'll say like, man, hey, what's, you know, Robert Bill look like? I already changed his number. And so like, I want to send them a picture. (laughs) So yeah, here's what he looks like. And so the whole idea is to be the eyes and ears for the people that can't be there. Cause I understand not everybody gets to be there out of town or whatever else. And so trying to pick apart, everybody want to focus on quarterbacks. And I do that a little bit, but there's so much stuff going on there. And there's so so much uncovered, material that is just not getting the playtime that it deserves and mm. so trying to bring light to those things i'm Ooh, excited party. for your prequel to like uh i feel like right now it's the prequel to monday and people will understand where i'm coming from in a little bit once you start breaking down how the next session of practices are going to look but we got a couple of super chat contributions we got to get to you know we're going to read them as they come bump that saving them to the end of the show yeah. to god be the glory i feel like singing it to god be the glory that is my song 49ers football is back i mean the faithful are so excited like you know as they should be as, as they, they should be, be. As they should be. Eddie G and the B-Dogs. This is how you start Friday. John Chapman and Wayne Breezy. The phone nine preacher. Love you, bros. Let's get it ready for the season. See you in Jacksonville. That's going to be my favorite game. It's going to be crazy. It's well, my the closest weekend. Niners game to about 10 different states. And so. So it's like a hub. And, man, I'm going to say this. Say it. Say it. Say it. We are in the works. No promises with a legend to come out and party with us that weekend. Wait, wait, so uh, wait, wait. that's all. Hold up. Hold up, Sway. Hold up. Hold up, Sway. Why be finding out this? Because I don't want to. I'm just, we're I'm just partners. saying. We're partners. <laughs> we're working on it. We are working tell, the back streets. That's how all. you going to tell them before you tell me? Like, all, all, hey, Breezy, we working on legend. Period. <laughs> I got to find out when my family finds out. I feel disrespected. I always get in trouble trouble on this show, man. I'm sorry. I just feel disrespected. No, it's not that. It's just there there was a a reach. Somebody reached out. And so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm trying. I'm trying. Nothing's concrete there. But no matter what, that party's got to be incredible. With the venue that we got is literally across the street from the stadium. Just make literally sure the, the inconvenient truth is in the gosh blessed building, please. Oh, I wish. Got to get him in the building. I'm trying. We're working on it. We're working right. on it. All right. We'll leave it at that. John, before we get into training camp uh, news and break things down, let's talk about Debo Samuel. Uh, number 61 um, on the top NFL 100 list. I believe last year... Felt like he was like 19. He was higher. 16. Yeah. One of the numbers. 
fell quite a ways, but he still made the list after having a down season. What are your expectations for Debo Samuel, and how would you like to send this young gentleman some congratulations for making the list? You know, I think I think the expectations got to be high. They really, really do. And I, I think that we have not seen Debo at his best, which is crazy whenever you look back at 2021, because Debo was everything. Debo was the entire offense. Now you have Christian McCaffrey, and so it alleviates some of that pressure. Now Debo doesn't have to be the guy every single freaking game. But he can be that, you know, game changer and just bust the game open once or twice a game. And I, I think that's awesome. So defenses are going to have to choose. Do we allocate all of our resources on Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuel? You can't do both. And with whatever the teams pick, the other one, if a team goes all in on CMC, Debo's going to have an awesome game. And so, like, that is just such a great it, – it, it's, it's weird – the way in which this team's going to be successful offensively, and I just freaking love it. It's like pick a cup, right, where they put the ball in the cup and then they hide it and all that stuff, and it's like that one. And it's like, nope, it's over there. And so I don't think that the 1,770 all-purpose yards Debo will be replicated, but the volume in which he impacts games I think can be. And so I'm very excited for him. He's in great shape. He's making plays the first day of training camp, the second day of training camp. It's going to be fun to watch him, man. Listen, Debo's returning to all pro form. He'll be an all pro. I'm saying it right now. And people are like, well, Ooh. Brandon Ayuk is still going to have. I didn't say Brandon Ayuk wasn't going to. I think Brandon Ayuk moves into pro bowl status. Debo Samuel returns to all pro status. The 49ers are going to have a pair of wide receivers to me in the NFL that you're going to have to give them a nickname. And you're going to have to respect them as well. And I don't think the 49ers, you know, just talking a little prequel stuff, I don't think the 49ers are going to have a problem playing, playing, paying Brandon Ayuk uh, next season after this particular type of season that he's going to have this season. You already came out and stated over and over again that the number one player in camp has been Brandon Ayuk. S slightly behind him is Talanoa Hufunga. Like, Correct. This, is this is amazing. Two young pups. Two young dogs going out there, putting their all out on the line and showing how they're improving. And this is not a knock on Debo. It's not a knock on Fred. I feel like those two guys, you're expected to get certain things. You know what you're going to get. We still don't know. Brandon Ayuk has, is nowhere near his ceiling. And Tyler Noah Hufunga is just scratching the surface. So those are two players I feel like are going to take it up a whole notch this yep. season. We do thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. And the fact that, like, look – you don't get to see what Debo does until the pads come on and you tackle. Thank and you. Don't you don't ever see that in practice. You know what I mean? Like, so the broken tackles and all that stuff, the Debo special, right now you're just getting him on routes, and it's working. So the fact that he is starting to show what he could do on routes, if he can improve that part of his game, it create any type of separation whatsoever, watch out, man. And, and again, I saw the comment from Akshay. The fact that he was 61 on this list after last year, he has the respect of the league. He has respect of the league. Well, respect of the players, for sure. Right. Like, you know what I mean? This is a player's list. They're the ones that do the voting. And in the league as well. But the players right. up from this particular list, man, you spot on, man. 61. Uh, and we'll find out probably on today's show if any Niners make it into that, you know, 
what, what is it 60 below uh range uh, and, and it might be another player or two uh maybe Kyle Juszczyk will end up in in that range because he's still a top player in the league but we'll see what's going on when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's going on, Miss Debbie? Good morning. She says, good morning, Wayne and Jeff. I know. She told me. uh, Bless. You guys didn't take any, you didn't, no photos, you too busy. I'm to- bad at that, man. Mm-hmm. I, I got to get better. I got to mm-hmm. get better. But when I'm near, you be like, Breezy, snap this shot. I'm like, well, how am I going to get in it? <laughs> and John's like, take a selfie. I'm like, John, I, I got alligator arms, bro. Like, what do you want me to do? But <laughs> it's good both, to see, man. <laughs> it's good to see uh, you, Miss Debbie, and it's good to see you in great spirits. Shout out to my man, CJ Gray. Who's back? He took a hiatus. I thought it was me. I thought I did something or said something wrong. He took a, he says, first time live on the breezy since about March. He said he needed to take a break until real football was back, John. Glad to have you, man. Glad oh, to have man. you. I love it, man. I love it a lot, man. Let's talk about uh, the new signings, Terrence Mitchell uh, and Kai uh, oh, yeah. Tizino. That was pretty good. It's K H Y A V A. So yeah, whatever that is, it's I awesome. spelled it wrong. So it's K. Oh, I might have spelled it wrong. H. I, whatever. Um, I want to spell it, it right though, because if he's watching, I don't want to. Let's look it up, John. All right, I got you. I got you. Uh, All right. Tavino. So this kid is from what the what is what is the other league called? The he doesn't pull up. <laughs> he doesn't pull. He doesn't pull. As long up as he pulls the, out. Hold oh, up. There we go. There we go. So K H A. Okay. You had it right. I had it wrong. No, I had it wrong. You spelled it right. Say, spell it again. K Y K Y A H A H V A. I did have it right. Go yes, ahead, Wayne right. Breezy, with the spelling bee, man. I won in fourth grade, man. That shit coming in handy I, right now. I was dyslexic. I was. I am. It, yeah, spelling's not my not my jam. Too funny. Not Too funny. Um, linebacker. Here, here's the interesting thing. There's another former 49er linebacker that played on the same team with him named Ruben Foster, mm-hmm. who had a great season in the USF. What is the name of the damn league? USFL? I don't is that know. Right? Yeah. I think it's that. USFL. Sounds right. Right. And then they ended up going with this particular kid. Did you get a chance to see him out there? Uh, if so, what you know, they thoughts? had to work out right after practice day one. And I was like, man, I have no clue who these dudes are because they're just in, you know, workout shirts and whatever else. And so I saw the list of players that were going to work out, but I couldn't differentiate who they were. So I started watching. I was like, dude, I don't, I don't know who these guys are. Like, I don't, I can't get anything from it because I don't know who they are. Then the next uh, day, you see this dude out there. And it's like, who the hell is that? Like, <laughs> he's wearing uh, number fifty-one, which I didn't even add to my uh, my, ah, my roster. Ah, fifty-one. Okay. 
Yeah, so, so you, he was wearing 51, and I was like, who's this guy? Uh, but yeah, there we go. It was Kahava. That's, a that's how you say name. the name? That's how I say it. It doesn't mean it's right, but it sounds awesome. It sounds it, That sounds dope. Kahava. It sounds <laughs> yeah, like it's clean. from the Lion King or something. USFL confirmed Pittsburgh Maulers. And like I said, it, it, it wasn't Ruben Foster. Ishmael says uh, Tazina was on the same team. Hey, look, I know something. We we confirmed from one another for sure. Um, but listen, any worries about any of the linebackers? No. No. Well, they had a number that they wanted to hit whenever they signed um, Sorry Marin as an undrafted free agent. He got injured. They released him. And so with Nick Bosa not showing up, you got an extra roster spot. So this was just, hey, let's get somebody in there. Let's see what it looks like. You need a lot of linebackers for special teams, and so it's just another body. Now, whenever Bosa does come back, my prediction was the contract got done today. This is what I predicted a long time ago. I hope I'm right. I'm not sure I'm going to be. But whenever Bosa comes back, it would be interesting if they keep him and knock somebody else or what that looks like. But, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Linebackers have been looking pretty good, though. I ain't going to lie. I've, I've, I've read. Uh, listen, Terra Dome says very active, 230 pounds, and he had multiple 11 tackle games, 11 game tackle. Oh, yeah, That's 11 right. tackle games, and loves to blitz. So, guess who loves to blitz? <laughs> Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. Wilkes. <laughs> Wilkes. I mean, he's blitzing day two of training camp with no pads, yep. which can possibly get the quarterback killed. And I say kilt, K-I-L-T, kilt. That's how I, I know, spell it. I think that's how you wear. That's the one you wear, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> but no, seriously, like this is this is this is something good. God forbid something is to happen. This is a kid they're bringing in for a workout. This is amazing, and we'll see what he does. Right? We'll see what he does. Uh, he is signed to the Niners. What are your thoughts on Terrence Mitchell, former Oregon player? Listen, Eric Armstead talked about him a little bit, and he's happy to have him here. Yeah, he looks the part. You know, whenever they came out. I was like, whoa, 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 that's not right. 49 on defense in the secondary was supposed to be Deshaun Jameson. I was like, that's not Deshaun Jameson. So th there was a lot of jersey number, new numbers and whatnot out there. So it was, I was like, wait a second, who's this? I was like, oh, yeah, it's the new guy. There we go. It was what? Mitchell. Look is at you. Is John the best? Or is the best? He just <laughs> segued into the next segue. Look at that. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. New jersey numbers. John, you got a list. I'm going to start off with Agent Zero. I don't give a freak if that's Gilbert Arenas or not. He's retired. He's gone, and he, no one remembers him. We got a new Agent <laughs> I Zero. Gilbert. I remember I, Gilbert. I know. I know. But that's a whole different sport. I feel like you can you can share a nickname if you play in a different sport. Like, people were, were yelling at me for calling Trey Lance Ice Trey. But I, I meant it in a whole different way. I mean, I know he's not that Trey <laughs> Young. <laughs> But, you know, it's a different sport. Anyway, Agent Zero, my guy, Samuel Womack III, who's having a tremendous first couple of days in camp. Yeah, he's he's active. And what's interesting, they've just played him outside. And so, you know, he came in. He was the starting slot guy, the nickel guy, week one last year. Now he's just playing exclusively outside, uh, at weird. least so far through camp. In my opinion, that's where he belongs. Um yeah. But it would be good to see if he can play some nickel. All right, so go through these new numbers, bro. Yeah, I got quite a few. Uh, Womack, zero. Isaiah Winstead, the undrafted free agent wide receiver that put out the hype video, was 28, is now two. 
uh, which I like that one. Robert Bill Jr., our rookie defensive end out of Georgia. Speed rushers, now 55. Love that. The D Ford look. Um, Deshaun Jameson switched from 49 to 22, which it looks great. He's out there with the gold cleats represent for Texas. I like that. Jack Coletto is now 33. Uh, he was 49 as well. Terrence Marshall, the new guy, is 49. Um, Daryl Johnson who's a defensive end, back-of-the-roster type player where he is currently 66. Trey Swelling, who is the third nickel. Um, him and A.J. Parker both getting some work there, 35. Um, and then also, man, you got to talk about Isaiah Oliver. He switched to 26, which he played with whenever he was back at Atlanta. Okay, so we have a little task that we're going to try to do. Let's go back. Uh First person to wear number zero because this is the new league rule would be Samuel Womack for the 49ers. So he which he wore he, at Toledo. Which he wore in Toledo. Thank you, John, for that. Um for that tidbit. Let's go to the next number. Let's see if we can find another 49er player. Is it is it what's the next player, the next number? Uh let's do 26 was uh, that's Isaiah Oliver now was Womack. Right, but who else from the 49ers wore 26? Let's see if they can guess. Oh, I got a whole bunch. I got I got it right here. Jax Knox um, says a lot of wears, old cats. Who wears number 16? It was Joe Montana. No one will ever wear that yeah, number ever no. again. <laughs> you remember Tremaine Brock? You remember Tremaine Brock. That's the one. Jaquaski Tart wore it for one year, then switched up. Rod Woodson wore it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Mark Roman. Wendell Tyler? Yeah, he was the best, but that was back in the early 80s. That was before I was born. Okay. Yeah. All right, so let's go to the next number. I know you said someone wore 22. Is that Isaiah Winston? So 22, no. Um, goodness, I got it right here. Sorry, I'm a little out of order. 22 is now, what's his name? Um, my guy, Longhorn, Deshaun Jameson. Deshaun Jameson, former running back, and Lee used to wear 22 for the 49ers, if I'm not mistaken. Dwight Hicks. Uh, Dwight Hot Hicks. Licks. Yeah, Hot, there we go. Hot, yeah. That's a lot of old guys. Carlos Rogers, you remember him coming over? Matt Carlos Breida. Carlos Rogers, yes. Matt Breida. Let's go to the next number. Tevin Coleman did wear 26. Thank you, Ishmael. I saw a Tevin Coleman autographed jersey at camp yesterday. Oh, I that's cool. And I was like, respect. Listen, I know people gave him the shits, but at the end of the day, man, Tevin Coleman was nice. He just was getting older. You remember <laughs> like that, that Carolina game where he just four turned touchdowns? into an MVP for one week? That's all we needed. That that's that's what we needed. Uh, and against Carolina, that's, is that the game that made Luke Keekley retire? Can't remember. Ah, uh, no, that that he was. Going I, I know which one you're then. talking about, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it became evident. Like, yeah, it's it's over. It's time. All right, let's go with the next number. Let's see if we can get a couple of more numbers. 55? Up. What about 55? Well, 55 is Ahmed Brooks, but then it became yep. uh, it was a D Ford. D Ford. You've got uh, Matt Hazeltine back in the 60s. Um, let's see, Winford Tubbs, John Johnson. There's a bunch of cats on there. Nobody's hmm. really sticking so, out to so it. So Brooks, Brooks and uh, and Ford. And Ford. Right. Played like seven games. <laughs> it's not funny, but them shits was them. Damn, he's still play, he's still getting paid this year. He's getting paid eight million dollars. Listen, here's the here's the thing, right? <laughs> if D Ford, this, we're not gonna play. If if ifs was fifths, we'd be all be, we'd be all be we'd all be drunk. We're not even gonna play the game. Go to the next number, thirty three. Roger Craig. Yeah, that's. The Are only there one. any other ones? I don't know. It's it's just Craig. 
Tony Parrish. He was nah, big he was a safety. He was trash. Tarvarius Moore. Tr- mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say it. Yeah, that's that's yep. That's what we got. That's what we <laughs> Roger got. Roger Craig, it is. Roger next, Craig. Next number. Let's do forty nine, which is, is that's it, not a real number to me. It's weird. It's weird to see out there. Uh, Ralph McGill, Jeff Fuller, Elijah Mitchell was forty nine. Bruce Miller. Oh, mm. Bruce Miller. I we can't talk about him anymore. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He good player, bad person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very bad. Um, Errol he, Johnson, sixty six. Oh, sorry, I'm my bad. There, I do we have two sixty sixes? Um, we do. We have Joey Fisher. Joey on Fisher. Offense, yeah. Okay. And Daryl Johnson on defense. That's which mad I want to. I want to give Joey Fisher his props. He was in charge of the pump up the crowd. Him and Ilm Manning, the rookie hype in, machine. Yeah, and Ilm Manning left that dude. Left him. He got embarrassed. And freaking turned around and ran back to practice. So Joey Fisher took over the Cupid Shuffle. By himself with pom-poms in hand. And that dude was leaving it all out there. So uh, shout out to Joey Fisher. Joey somehow is going to make this roster, man. Like He's a baller, man. I know. He looks the part. He really looks the part. I know. I know. So. Uh, let any, any, any other numbers or that's it? Uh, let's see here. We got 35 for Trey Swelling. Um, let's see Damn. here. Dexter Carter. Whenever I see 35, that's the first name that pops up for me. Eric yep. Reed would be the second name. Yep. There we go. Eric Reed he had a Pro Bowl rookie year, um, which was awesome. And then after that, it just kind of went downhill. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. I think that's about it. I think that's about it. All right. There you guys got the New Jersey numbers for the San Francisco 49ers. Injury news. This is good because it's the same. Uh, and if anything has changed, it's the fact that uh, punter Mitch Wisnowski is no longer on the NFI list. He was back at practice. Uh, yep. And so let's talk about how good it is to have your specialist uh, at practice because Jake Moody was kicking it. And I'm sure Mitch Wisnowski was punting it and Tabor Pepper was long snapping it. So that's good. And what what was interesting is day one, Kyle Juszczyk had to hold for field goals because he's the backup holder. <laughs> That's it. It's so like, I mean, it's just a trip, which I do think that Mitch Wisnowski, this is a weird take. I think he's one of the best holders in the NFL, which is weird, but we do every single special team snap over on our Patreon. Mitch Wisnowski might be the best holder in the NFL. Like he's that damn good. Um, I, I thought Tabor Pepper had a pretty down year, but Mitch covered up all the bad snaps amazingly well. So for whatever that's worth, um, I don't know. Maybe I need to do field goal holder rankings. <laughs> so, John, I, I have a question because why – what happened to the backup quarterback being the holder for field goals? Yeah, it depends a lot on how you want to practice. So this has been a new development if you have an athletic – punter and athletic specialist because those three don't even practice your backup quarterback is always practicing so he would have to stay late to get extra work in on those things now it's just like you three y'all go you remember the side building where the kids would go sometimes back when we went to high school and they just stayed to themselves like that's specialists for for field goals so you've got your kicker your snapper your punter those three just are on their own and so, well, now we've got two kickers. So those four are just by themselves. So they can work on it the whole time. If you have a backup quarterback doing that, 
you can only work that after practice or before practice. So it kind of works. And Mitch, Mitch Wisnowski is so athletic. Mm-hmm. He's so athletic. I confused him for George Kittle. Ah, do you want to address that again? You, you could make <laughs> clarification. We got a bunch of people yeah, watching. I, just, I made a huge mistake. I just made it a happens. huge mistake. I saw a mullet work it off to the side, and uh, everybody was like, "Oh, George Kittle's over there." And I was, I zoomed in. I was like, "Yep, that's George Kittle, not George Kittle. It was not George Kittle." So uh, this, which this, I this, corrected it, but so did George Kittle. So, so did George uh, Kittle. Well, yeah. let, let, I tell you what. <laughs> let's let's make this let's make this an announcement, Mitch. Uh, you need to get rid of the mullet. It looks oh, cool. It does look cool. But you got to get only rid have of one. It. You right. only have one. Right. And I don't think, I don't think, I feel like he has the mullet and Kittle just has the long wrestling hair. Like, so it's a little different, mm. but when they wear the hat backwards, can't tell. Like mullet. Yeah. And he is athletic, man. I mean, Mitch is, he's a big dude, man. Um, I mean, he, he's, he's, he's a big dude. So, well, I mean, he heard his damn back lifting weights. What is he benching 375? I mean, what punter benches 375? Like, you know what I mean? That's scary. Yeah. That's super, that's super scary. Um, Darrell Luda Jr. is going to be on the PUP for a little while. Um, and, and, and it's he looks cool. good working out though. I and saw he you. is. He's amped out. He like he was he's cutting on the sideline, was... like pumping people up, and he's he's all in every single time the defense makes a play. John, what did I tell you about Kyle Shanahan? Though gonna hide him. Oh, gonna hide him. Gonna keep that. I just want y'all to understand how the PUP and the and yeah. the NFI and the and the IR and all that stuff work. I just want y'all to know it worked different, different. For the San Francisco 49ers. Was there somebody else you wanted to talk about? Because Mitch is back. You said something in. Uh, oh, Kerry Hyder. Let's talk um, about Kerry Hyder. There was, they were playing team, which Hyder is back to defensive end, which makes me so excited. That's where he, that dude is the ultimate team player and took one on the chin last year by moving the tackle way underweight. Not his job, but he did it because we had injuries. And it's a big reason why they brought him back. Now, the problem was he's, he's working with the number twos right now with Nick Bosa out. He rolls his ankle, and, like, it was bad. It looked bad. You know, he he kind of hobbles off to the side, takes his shoe off, and he's fine. He's pushing away the trainers, whatever else. But I got terrified because he has zero guaranteed dollars. Zero. And if that dude would have actually injured his ankle, I think his career would have been over, and he wouldn't have got anything. He wouldn't have mm. got nothing. He, nothing. That's the type of life that these – players are play like that's what they're going through if this dude hurts his ankle right now his career is over and he gets nothing from this year nothing like Damn. so we focus on bosa and debo and kittle and all these all-stars making millions and millions of dollars that's not true for over half of this roster and so it, it just you know i was in the stands and i was just like gosh no 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 like this can't be it because i understand financially and all those things that this guy's been through that he's risking being out there. And it's just, I don't know. I think I, I thought it put it into perspective. He's fine. He got reps later that day and looked good. So it's just weird. And how fragile of a thing we saw it with Joe Burrow, Jalen Ramsey, this stuff always happens in the first couple of weeks of trading camp everywhere. So cross our fingers. Hopefully things continue to stay healthy, which again has not been the Niners MO but I would argue right now we're the healthiest team in the NFL, and I hope that that will continue. I really, really do. 
Now, John, before we get to the next segment of the show, I want to do a couple of things, right? We've got a couple of Super Chat contributions I want to go through. Uh, before we do, we got the 49ers Rush Road Trip things happening very soon. I want you to go ahead and give us a little commercial tidbit on that. Let everybody know where they can go to purchase those tickets because they're going to want to party with us. We're going to be on our Busta Rhyme stuff. And I guarantee you, John is doing more than anybody out there. I'll see John on the away games, but he has a special treat for you guys out there in the Bay area yeah we we are doing 12 games this year um which is awesome so you know the road games pittsburgh week one we're doing minnesota vikings for monday night football going to be gigantic the jacksonville jaguars which we talked about we're doing a thanksgiving day tailgate up in seattle which is going to be one of the biggest games of the year and then week 15 in arizona which i'm super pumped about because they didn't get a game last year so we're gonna that's just going to be a huge party we're going to blow out the cardinals which is going to be great but we're also adding six home games, seven home games, sorry. Every single home game besides Christmas Day, we will be at hosting the tailgate, having a good party, and everything is all family included. So if you show up, if you want to get tickets, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, 18 and under, free with the ticketed adult. Food, we're going to have video game stations at home, all that kind of stuff. We're going to have raffles, trivia, contests, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we're going to be giving away. It's going to be an absolute blast. So if you have a family member that you're trying to get incorporated into being a fan of the Niners, bring them to one of our events. Trust me. <laughs> we get repeat customers almost nonstop. So come bring them to one of our events. We'll take care of it for you. Everybody's got to have a good time. Bring them into the community that way. Guys, you do not want to miss out. I'm going to leave it at that. Quick shout out to our sponsors. Listen, go to residency.com. Use the promo code SF. Breezy. They have a sale on caps. I believe they have some hats out there that are $15. Excuse me, they're $20, which means if you use the promo code, you can get a hat for $15. I tell okay. you right now, you're going to want to be rocking the brand because you're going to see a bunch of your favorite 49er players in them. And if you want to get those hats. Did you see the hats, Trent Williams one? I did. And if he doesn't send me that hat, I'm going to sue him. I can't sue him because I'm sponsored by him. But I did see the hat. It's baby blue. It's baby it's blue. so dope, man. The colors are popping. They got good stuff. And here's the thing. The thing I love about them, I love the way that they represent uh, and how they build like their network, right? So what they do is they go into these cities and they figure out which cities they feel like those fans are just like representing, representing, representing. And so San Francisco is definitely one of them. They got a great line of San Francisco hats with the SF on there. So go to www.residency.com. There's a three in there. Use the promo code SF Breezy. Save on your purchase today. If you like it, what you see on both channels, we're on the 49ers Rush channel. We're on the Wayne Breezy channel. Do us a favor. Hit the freaking like button. And if you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to both channels. We truly would appreciate it. All right, John, it's time. The Brock has returned. This is like a movie. I wish I had the Batman music queued up, and I don't. Uh, but The Brock returns. John, you're going to give us a quick synopsis on Brock Purdy, uh, and, and then we're going to talk about it for a little bit. I mean, I, I hope we have a little time. But The Brock returns, John. You ready, baby? Set. Hit it. Man, I was so excited. Everybody was excited. You know, we had day one, no Brock. He was out there with the towel around his neck, just kind of chilling like Brock does with his huge quads hanging out of his short shorts. Uh, everybody was talking about his quads. Like, he was flexing on everybody day one. But day two, he comes out. If you never knew 
about that damn elbow injury, you would have not guessed it. The dude, the zip, the arm strength, he didn't take any plays off. He was just freaking throwing that thing. He, uh, It was incredible. This is a month, over a month ahead of schedule from whenever he was pers- proposed, proposed, supposed to be cleared by the surgeons. It's insane that he is out there. And just the moxie and the attitude and all those things, the stats didn't really reflect a great day, but this is his first day throwing with his teammates. First day. Gosh, man, I just cannot understand how anybody would walk away from that practice not just completely pumped because of what he was doing out there. And the zip looked there. He was doing the sidearm weird stuff that he does with his baseball motion. He was doing his rollout to the left, whatever pressure came. Didn't work out too well for him. (laughs) But it's Brock. Brock is Brock, and he is back, and I could not be more excited. Listen, you couldn't have given us the good any better than that. That was damn good, John. But I know there was bad, and I know there was ugly, and I need you to go through some of the bad. But before you do, Moe's gave you a shout-out. Congratulations, Chapman. Absolutely exciting to see your events grow. One of the most genuine dudes in the community who deserves all the good things coming your way. Moe's, that was written so well. I think I want you to write. Thank you. Everything for me too. So Mo's get to writing. That was. That was nice. I want to know if Mo's what games he's coming out to. Yeah, I, I, I want to. I think he's going to be at all the you. road games, and I think he's going to be at all the East Coast games. But you know what, Mo's? I'm not you. You go ahead and put in a message, and you, you tell everybody where you, when you were going to be. So John, John gave us the good on Brock Purdy. Listen, the zip is there. I've seen it for myself. Um, that was my most worrisome. Will he still have the velocity? Zip velocity. Remember that. Now accuracy and 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 things like that. That's gonna come in time. Uh, you heard Brock say that he was rusty and things like that. But uh, let's talk about the bad. What were some of the bad that you see going from his numbers, from what everybody is reporting? He wasn't very accurate, but there's context behind it as well. You have that context. Let's talk about the bad. Yeah, the defense dominated all three, all four quarterbacks. And so it didn't matter who was out there. It was very tight windows. The best throw of the day was to Brandon Ayuk screaming across the middle on kind of a 10-yard crossing route where he just he lasered it in right between Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw for kind of a 15-yard gain just right up the middle, which was clean. But outside of that, there wasn't much to be happy about as far as stats. Through a very easy, interceptable pass. Getting into the ugly. Yeah, and so, like, that was bad. Um, some of them were high. A uh, couple tipped passes. Like, it just wasn't – it wasn't polished. And it's rough because he, literally first time throwing with teammates and you go against the number one defense in the NFL, and it showed. And this is something new for Brock. Brock had three first-team reps all of last year during training camp. Three. I think he had uh, – 17 you know, about- Passing attempts, I think he had like 14 or 15, but I mean, he had all the ones. So this is just going to take some time. You know, I kept saying I want 10 or more days for Brock to be with the team practicing before I want him to start week one. He's going to triple that number. So that's good news. It's I don't care where the hell he started today, just that he started. So, again, I keep going back to this. Just having him out there is gigantic. He's going to practice two days. Everybody else practiced three days. So that's going to get reps for Trey and Sam and all that stuff. But gosh, man, I'm excited to see Brock progress because this is something he's never done. He has never done. 
first team reps. So this is all new, even with the injury. And I'm seeing the progression, right? I'm seeing him with the confidence to take to go for the deep shot down the field. Uh, you know, if you see man coverage, throw it. That's my rule. If if you see man coverage, get the ball down the field. Give your man Which a chance. The Niners to go. don't do much. They, they don't, don't do much. But 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 my thing is the league the league will slip up and yes. do it every now and then. Correct. And it makes sense. Everything is this league is a zone league. You know, they, they got players out there disguising, hiding, waiting for you to make a mistake. And you saw the mistake, which to me was the ugly. The interception was ugly. It was an overthrow. It was a throw right to to Sean Gibson. Uh, you saw that. That was the ugly. Give us a little bit more on that. Like what made him throw? Did he have to rush the throw? Was the defensive pressure in his face? Like, there's context to that. Let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, he he misjudged what coverage it was. He thought the safeties were dropping back in quarters or thirds. They were not. Tayshawn was coming down on an inside releasing route. Uh, might have been a post. Might have been a curl. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. The wide receiver had the inside release on the corner. And so he assumed the safety was backing up. He was not. He came down in almost like a robber technique. It was just sitting and that kind of, you know, seven to 10 yard hook to curl on the inside of the wide receiver. Like, wide receiver couldn't even get his hand on the ball. Uh, Tayshawn came down and just snatched it. All right, man. So there you, man. There you have it, man. That's your Brock recap, man. First day back. Uh, so he won't be throwing today, correct? Nobody's practicing today. So, so full tomorrow, day off for everybody. Okay. So tomorrow and Sunday, we don't be throwing. Know- Days. We don't know. So, Got you. It's just two days on, one day off. So we don't know yeah. which two days. I only and said, again, go ahead. Well, I only said that because I believe on day one he threw, even though it wasn't a practice practice like it was yesterday. Like you know. Oh, you're so talking about whenever they did the yes. conditioning tests and stuff, where yes. media and stuff weren't out there. Possibly, possibly. Right. So, so we'll find out. So on Saturday when they practice again, and on Sunday. Uh, when they open it back up, we'll we'll find out. But listen, you said something that stuck to me. It's good that he's out there. Um, it, it breeds for healthy competition. I know people feel like there's not a competition at the quarterback spot, and that's fine. Brock's QB1. Uh, Trey Lance is QB2. Uh, Sam Darnold is QB3. I think that's the ranking order that I think everybody has those quarterbacks in. But it's still a competition. And yeah. those guys are going out there competing. Uh, let's talk about recap training camp. Uh, and, and so give us the highs and the lows of day two. Yeah, I think <laughs> – look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, and I hate it already. Uh, the defense is number one. Uh, Jake Moody got the crowd pretty amped up at the end of practice, kicking some field goals. So I know that would make Wayne happy. Uh, Jake Moody looked good. But so did Zane Gonzalez. So did Zane Gonzalez. Oh, from Cambodia. What's Cambodia. up, Jim? What's going on, Jim? Oh, man, that is incredible. That is awesome. I want to go to Cambodia so bad. It's on the top of my list. But, yeah, the defense is number one. Ayuk has just been crazy. I thought the tight ends had a bad day. I really did. Not George Kittle, but everybody else. Um, you know, I, I went through here. You know, Latu jumped off sides his first team rep <laughs> day two, which they moved the ball back. He had a drop pass and team. Didn't look good. Willis dropped a pass but then caught three straight. Um, Warner dropped a pass. Dwelly didn't really get too involved. And so I, I tight ends are struggling. We're going to have to see. Not George Kittle, but the other guys are. And that's a fight. That's something I want to see. I would say Braden Willis so far has kind of shined the most, um, which he might be fourth on that list, but he's playing pretty good. So we'll, we'll have to see how that – we'll have to follow that. 
So the tight end room trending down. Uh, well, the 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 depth. Let's talk right. about the running back room. I'm going to go through all the rooms. Let's do it. Yeah. To me, real quick, just the eye test on speed. Uh, CMC's whatever. He's amazing. Right. But Jordan Mason, quick. Um, That's good. That's LeBorn, good. Quick. Those guys are popping speed wise. TDP showing more versatility, uh, which I like. Elijah Mitchell, I didn't think popped too much um, yet, but I, I think he's the leader in the clubhouse with those guys. So take that for what you will. I mean, you already know what he can do. You know, it, his his biggest his biggest crutch is finding a way to stay healthy. Right. Uh, and see, listen, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna give that man his flowers because had he not took the helmet to the knee, week one in Chicago, it would have been a different season. Possibly, possibly, if he didn't take that helmet to the knee, we wouldn't have got CMC. So like everything happens for a reason. We just need him to be healthy because that dynamic combination. CMC and Elijah Mitchell, that will scare a lot of people in the NFL. And then when you can hit them with some of these side weapons like a Jordan Mason or a TDP or or or, or Ronald Awat or or a, a Laburn, like that's 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 scary. So the running backs room is something that I have my eye on. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to see who's going to be. I feel like it's CMC, Elijah Mitchell. Those are those are uh, automatic. Now who's going to be the third and fourth running backs if we keep four? That seems open. That seems open right now. Okay. Let's go to the wide receivers, bro, because it, it, you gave me one that's automatic. We know Brandon Ayuk is automatic. We know Debo Samuel is automatic. People might want to know what you see from Debo because look, he looks brand new. Uh, let's talk about the wide receiver, bro. Yeah, I think Debo has been getting a little bit more space than we're used to. Um, again, Debo's kind of flaws against man coverage and the Niners play a lot of zones. So he's been able to find those spots, which is really, really nice. Uh, Juwan Jennings contested catches physical without the pads. Dude just shows out Ronnie bell getting some good snaps in there, which is fun. Uh, Go Debo blue. tried to help Debo tried to help him line up. It was pretty funny. He's like Debo was on the line of scrimmage and Ronnie bell was behind him. And, and Debo's like over here, man. And Ronnie bell was like, you could see like panic. Debo goes, you over here. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> you I wish you could have recorded that. I yeah. need that. Oh man. They won't that's... let us film during team drills. Only so they only the Niners. Yeah, they, they won't let us film that. So it's what it is. But Tay Martin continues to show out on routes. He had a drop pass, but he is leaving every single thing on the field. Um, every single thing. Ray Ray looks super fast. Um interesting. I think that's Danny Gray looks super fast, but again, those aren't translating to receptions yet. So right. we'll see. We'll see. Because it's not it's not all about speed and and Kyle Shanahan's offense. Speed is just like a like a a, a little extra icing on the cake. You gotta Correct. be you gotta find a way to get open. Like you gotta be able to block and find ways to get open because when those wide receivers get those passes, your your behind turns into a blocker. You better be able to seal an edge to make sure that the wide receiver can get outside and run past. We see Brandon Ayuk, Jawan Jennings. How does Jawan Jennings look too? You didn't mention him. He yeah, he contested catches and physicality. Like those three are different, and they start practice. Ayuk, Debo, and Jawan Jennings kind of get in a triangle and just play catch for a while and joke around. 
like before practice starts. So I love seeing that. All right. Uh, Kali has a question about Jennings' contract. Uh, he wants you to go ahead and take a stab at this. He says, Wayne, can you have John explain Jennings' contract? Because I thought he was a free agent after this season. He is not. Um, well, he is a free he agent, is a but free he'll agent. be restricted. He'll be Correct. restricted. Yeah. So well, because Jawan Jennings' rookie year, true rookie year, he never played or was on the active roster. Um, that does not count. So that rookie year gets it's told is T O L L E D. I think is the way it's spelled mm -hmm. in the contractual NFL language. So this is his third year. So until you have four accrued seasons, you cannot be an unrestricted free agent. So, and Marco and I disagreed with this on a show earlier this week. You'll be able to keep Jawan Jennings for $4 million next year. Just fine. Uh Oh, what I do? What did I do? Uh, <laughs> yep. I'm with you, Phil. I'm with you, Phil. This is the way of Breezy. You got to read that. You have to read that. I, <laughs> I didn't mean for you to stop mid-explanation. I saw you laughing. I didn't know what was going Uncle on. Uncle Phil speaks. It's, it's, listen, 8 a.m., what an ungodly time to be awake. If Breezy didn't live 3,000 miles away, I'd have to fire him for scheduling this episode in the middle of the night. These are facts. Oh, that's it's, awesome. it's 11 a.m. here. Well, it's later now, and I got things to do. But John <laughs> is willing. I figured on the West Coast, y'all having coffee right Don't y'all work out there? Nobody Dude, works. California people don't get up early. At okay, all. I, I, I'm learning. Thing. I'm learning. Not a thing. I'm learning. Sorry about that, John. Please get back to... <laughs> Explain. Juan Jennings is not going anywhere for another year, in my opinion. People disagree with me, but I to don't. pay four million dollars or five million dollars for a slot wide receiver of that pedigree that blocks that well, I mean that dude's going to get eight nine million in the open market easy, just yeah. like just but, like a uh, Kendrick Bourne did. Right, but but when it's time, so I think people forget how. Uh, the 49ers front office manipulates the contractual yep. terminology. They're like defense attorneys when it comes to stuff. They find the little loophole in, in the law and they make it to go in their favor. And unfortunately, this may be a bad thing for Jawan Jennings, right? Uh, because every person wants to become a free agent at some point, be unrestricted, go out there, test the market. But I think the way that this team is built, I think the community that's within this team, I, I, I think he's okay with it. I'm not sure I haven't had that conversation with him, but I think he understands how it works. I was a seventh round draft pick. I got cut. I need, I had to, I got re-signed because of this. I'm not, uh, I haven't accrued four seasons yet. Things like that. I think he's starting to understand that. But listen, all he has to do is go out there and keep putting his best damn tape out there. And then eventually they're going to bite. They're going to fish and they're going to bite and he'll end up with that contract, which John always states he wants all of his players to get paid like and we can't pay everybody. So next year, I believe he'll be a 49er. They have that insurance with the Ronnie Bell. If he makes the squad, you say Tay Martin is moving up. They got other guys that can come in here, but it's a certain way that they they just do business and they were able to to keep Juwan Jennings and they'll be able to own his rights for another year. And I think 
that's where this comes down to so yep. is he a free agent yes but he's restricted the 49ers can own his rights and it's going to be like some rfa tender type thing again like he'll, he'll, my guess is a second round tender which is just is. over four thousand four million dollars and my voice is leaving i've done like 20 shows this week so i apologize but uh we're gonna keep rolling. We got more. We got we more. got we got more. A uh, couple of questions, uh, you know, because we're almost at that hour mark. And let's get to uh, some super chat contributions after this question. But this is for the quarterbacks. John Paul over on Facebook says, "Question, guys, can we carry three quarterbacks on this roster? I hope so. I know about the playoffs rule, but regular season. So, John, can we carry three quarterbacks on this roster?" Yes, and the 49ers will. If you were to ask Kyle Shanahan, he'd say, we might carry four. Four. Uh, which is probably why, not going to happen. But I think that's why Brandon Allen's getting reps. Yeah. One um, of the They want to see what he can do. Yeah, you can keep three on your active roster. A lot of misconception about the new emergency quarterback rule. They have to all be on your active roster. And what happens if they are, you can keep 47 on the game day active instead of 46. So that's the extra player. So you can't keep two and then one on your practice squad and call them up. That's not how it works. They all have to be on your active roster. And I think that's what's going to happen with the Niners this year. All right. Um, I agree. Um, it looks like it's going to be three, which sucks because which position group is going to have one less? Wide receivers. The expendables, um, right? Like, I feel like you need the running backs, but I feel like you can cut the wide receivers and – you got a lot of vets there, and those vets are prime candidates because of the new rules. To bring back. To bring back. To bring back. Um, yeah, this is this is interesting. Um, so let's talk about uh, we got some Super Chat contributions. I'm going to foghorn for all of them that are in the queue. Steven Draper says, what about Winston? Winstead? Yeah. They want to know how he's looking out there in camp. Number two, um, he, he stands out in position drills. He's not getting any team reps. So some seven-on-seven seven stuff, but nothing to highlight or jump off yet. But he's so low on the depth chart. Again, this is somebody that they brought in after the initial undrafted free agents with zero guaranteed dollars. No, I think he got 1,000 guaranteed dollars. So back into the roster guy, he's going to have to prove some stuff first. They're not giving him ample opportunity and team yet. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see what that looks like. All right. Uh, let's go with our guy, Coach Cruz, in the building. Now, he was referring to the top 100, and he says, if Micah Parsons is higher than Bosa, it's going to be a problem for opposing teams this year. The Parsons thing is interesting because he's a hell of a player. And the, and league, he, the players love him. They do. Um We'll see. Bosa's got a lot to play for. You know, Bosa's number one goal last year was not defensive player of the year. It was the all-time 49er sack record. 19 and a half, Alden Smith. He didn't get it. Close he didn't to. get the all-time sack record. So I think Bosa's going to be hungry. No way in hell Parsons is a better defender than Bosa. He's more electric, and I'm fine with that understanding. His burst off the edge, all those things, that's not really how Bosa wins. But I'm all right. Bosa's better. I, I don't think anybody disagrees with that. But I wouldn't be shocked if Parsons is higher. He shouldn't be. 
but a lot of people really like Parsons. He's he's very he's much more active in the player community than Bosa is. Bosa just sticks to himself and his brother and his family. Parsons is out partying with you know whomever else, and so it's different. It's different. All right, uh, let's keep it going. Jax has a couple of contributions. He wants everybody to know that sixteen is a special number, and because her birthday is September. 16th so it looks I'm like the she's... 14th i'm right before you Jax. what's up who who were so you're sam darnold she's joe montana that is factually correct <laughs> she is that great she is oh great. man too funny and then she followed up and says i think i'm gonna get third and 15 shirts to sell all right do you think i mean that's that's pretty daggone cool uh, I do have some out there on Teespring, I believe, or whatnot. We got to move them over to um, to the Wayne Breezy Entertainment Network site, which we'll be doing. So we have some third and fifteen. Jawan Jawan Jennings is a special a special player. You know what I mean? He he plays with a special grit. Um, he's a Bully. tough Bully. tough guy, man. Tough guy, and he fits the Niners, right? He fits the mentality of the 49ers and I know we don't like to see this from him because he just it's just not in his it's not in his wheelhouse but when he catches a, a route when he catches a pass on a route and gets yak that shit gets me so excited because we know he's not that fast but he still no. finds ways to get yards after the catch still finds I, ways he, he's a hell of a player man and remember he was recruited to Tennessee as a quarterback like that's what's crazy he was an all-state quarterback in high school he's 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 a good dude man fun player and john i so i asked earlier about when i asked you about the the quarterbacks being the place coders for the kickers i didn't mean in practice i meant in in games like why is that gone like because doesn't that give the opposing special teams they have to prepare for the option for a fake pass or something like that Kyle does not do those things. He just he does not want to leave a pivotal play up to chance or luck. He would much rather have his offense out there. And so we don't fake anything. That, that's not what we do. We haven't done it since he showed up. And I don't like that, but I'm with you. I'm with you. We got one more Super Chat contribution to get to. Then John's going to take us out, man. He says, this is from Sean Shepard. Thank you so much, man. He says, hey, guys. Can you organize a meeting so we can telepathically slap? So you want to Dr. X people, Dr. X slap people, all these reporters and content creators saying Purdy looked terrible. What the H, a major surgery, injury comeback, first practice. Now, I don't know if he wants to go here because I wasn't going to go here. But I, 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 I'm going to go here. Because if that was Trey Lance... Yeah, that's true. There will be no grace given. But Brock Purdy's getting all the grace. Why? So, like, like if he looked terrible, then he looked terrible. End of discussion. If he looked good, he looked good. End of discussion. But the same shit that we give to one player, we got to do it to all. We got we to gotta be consistent. So whenever I see Grant Cohn, He's getting the biggest fucking high five slap from me because he said that he looked terrible. What's wrong with that? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I Brock came out and said he didn't look good. He didn't play good. 
So at the end of the day, it's just constructive criticism and it just might be the lowest end of it. But at the end of the day, why can't we say one quarterback looked terrible and give him a grace pass? But if the other quarterback, like, like if that, let's keep it a buck, John. If that was Trey and he was coming off of that injury, which he did come off of an injury, y'all would have been like, he did all that work in the offseason and he still looked like shit. Yeah, y'all would have a not y'all, but the fans would have a field day. Correct me if I'm wrong, John, because I'm it's, it's starting to frustrate me. No, I think you're right. Negativity sells, and I think the problem is NFL and football is nuanced, and you have to provide context. You could talk about Trey Lance in Week One of the Chicago game, but if you leave out the weather, what the hell are you talking about? You, you, it holds no premise. You're you're off. And the same thing about Brock Purdy right now. Yeah, you can talk about it was a bad practice, but if you leave out the surgery and all that stuff, then whatever. So my thing is, let's be consistent from the other angle as well. Like, I think context and nuances is what's lost in mm-hmm. journalism today. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, you can, like, How'd you start this show, right? Positivity. Folk- positivity there's so much positivity in regards to brock purdy just because those assholes want to tear down every single person and negativity sells and you know some people are just going to be negative no matter what happens all the freaking time i don't want that to be us it 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 shouldn't matter in my opinion and i said uh, brock brock had no offseason you're 100 percent correct he had zero offseason. He had zero continuity building with the teammates, even though he was recovering and preparing to throw. But at the end of the day, if he looked terrible, he looked terrible. Yeah, not not good. If you just look at the plays on the field, you would say, yep, that's Mr. Irrelevant. That's what he looked like. But that leaves out a lot of the conversation. And hopefully no, be- we are bringing more than that. And just because other people want to tear down Trey all the time, Man, screw those guys. They're I, all, all I'm saying is, if you're gonna talk bad about one, then keep it consistent. If you're gonna talk good, keep it consistent. That's all I'm saying. Look, listen. What do, what do I expect from Brock? I expect him to come out and and be Brock Purdy, the Brock Purdy that we saw. Will it take time for him to get there? Yes. I don't know. It should, right? Because he didn't have that off season. But at the end of the day. He has to go. This is good that he looked terrible so that he can never go back to looking terrible again. But if Trey Lance has a terrible day, let's not throw him under the bus for having a terrible day. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I mean. Um, So that's it. John, great show. I love Fridays because you cap off my week. Something I don't know if that deserves a pause, but you know what I'm trying to say. It was the perfect end to the week for me for streaming. John, I hope you have a great weekend. Are you ready to send us home? Yeah, man, I'm pumped. Sorry about the voice, guys. I, I just been talking too much. Uh, it's just the way it goes. You talk uh, too much and you never <laughs> shut up. That was my song. <laughs> that was good. But that's going to do it for us here today. Positivity. This fandom is awesome. Really appreciate all you guys and the support you continue to bring. Until next time, stay strong, faithful. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.